Hey y'all, my name is Lisa Nicole, independent country artist coming at you from beautiful British Columbia, Canada. Welcome to my podcast, where each week I and occasional special guests aim to inspire you both on and off the stage. Join us as I dig in deep into behind the scenes of my life, my music, my heart, the music business, and exclusive lifestyle and fitness tips. Now settle up and thank y'all so much for tuning in. Can you believe an entire decade has gone by? I may have had to Google how long a decade was and 10 years. That is a long time. I thought I would take you guys through my last decade and this may be a little longer than my last 10 to 13 minute podcast. When I was thinking about this podcast, I started looking through photos, videos, and memories of the last 10 years. And when I went way back, I couldn't believe the growth I had looking back on it. I found myself saying, wow, I thought I was fat there. And looking back, it's like, well, what the hell? I wasn't. (laughs) I've always found myself judging myself all the time. In these next 10 years, I really hope to overcome that. I also found myself saying, what the heck were you wearing? And what were you doing with your hair? In those instances, I am still wondering. (laughs) So thank God I have a stylist now. But I know I am in the right direction. 10 years ago was what I would call my first new beginning. 2010 found me graduating from my third year of music school. With a vocal major in performance and songwriting, I spent three years taking the Selkirk College Contemporary Music and Technology program in Nelson. I learned a lot those years, reading music, ear training, so hard. (laughs) learning piano, learning Pro Tools, which is a recording program. I made lifelong friends and a few that are making big strides in the music industry, like Kaisa, who released that hit song, Hideaway. You're just a hideaway, you're just a feeling. Love that song. And Tom Samulak, who's living in Nashville, touring with artists such as Tanya Tucker. And my soulmate, and best friend, Shelby Babakayev, who is another badass, fitness crazy, outdoors, kind of girl boss like me. Probably why we love each other so much. <laughs> but she also runs her own business for vocal coaching called Soul Studio. In 2010, I also turned 21. So Shelby and I took our first trip to Vegas that summer with her parents. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, did we still get in a little bit of trouble. <laughs> We bought Vegas dresses and we danced the night away. And now that I'm older, I realized we were a bit naive and maybe made a few bad decisions. But I guess that's all part of growing up. That fall, it was time to move this small town girl to the big city of Vancouver. My Uncle Mike, bless his heart, packed me up in his truck and we hit the road. I moved into a Harry Potter closet, aka a den, with a couple guys from music school. We lived right downtown across from Rogers Arena, and I paid $575 for this 5 by 7 room where I hung my clothes on a shower curtain holder that fit directly across the room. (laughs) This did not last long. It was really hard to sleep with no door and having the guys play music until all hours. Great guys. I just couldn't do it. I was blessed to have my cousin Kara take me in for a bit until I got my feet and found a place of my own. I lived in Surrey for the next four years, developing my career. And I know when you hear Surrey, it's like, oh my God, the scariest place ever. It's really not that bad, you guys. I lived there between the years of 2010 to 2014. I had various jobs serving, retail, tanning salon, horse stables, and I even worked as a background extra. That was fun. 
And you're going to laugh, but I also got fired from a few of those various jobs. Not every employer understands the life of an artist. And when I started touring more and more, they would let me go. And so I'd come home and I'd have to find another one. This kind of went on a little bit off and on for years. I mentioned in my first podcast intro about how I got started in the music business by paying $75 for a consultation. I won't go too deep into that again, but go back to my first podcast to hear more about it. In a nutshell, I traveled to Nashville in 2012 to write and record my debut EP, It Got Ugly, toured across Canada, released three songs to radio from my It Got Ugly EP. And if you're listening and you've heard those songs, send me a DM. We released If You Say You Do, Real Men's Day, It Got Ugly, and Do You Like That? Okay, four songs. Through the beginning of that decade, in the midst of one of the most amazing tours across Canada promoting It Got Ugly, I experienced my worst heartbreak. I fell into one of the most horrible parts of my life, and I completely lost myself. I took some time away from everything, and I found myself with an eating disorder, in car accidents, living back at home truly lost. More of this for another time because I'm going to keep this one all about the good vibes. Since 2013, my music brought me all over the map from festival stages to writers rounds, music awards, conferences, and that really hasn't changed year to year, immersing myself in music and learning about the music business. Since 2012, I attended my very first Canadian Country Music Awards week in Saskatoon and I've been to them every year since all over the country, Hamilton, Nova Scotia, That's eight years I've gone. The first couple of years, I'd bring my laptop, I'd ask so many questions, and I'd write it all down. I have Ziploc bags of business cards and also doubled it up on a spreadsheet. (laughs) I've also played music festivals such as Rock and River, Sunfest, Sturgis North, Acuity Country Fest. Played writers' rounds all over Nashville, including the Bluebird Cafe. It's been magical, to say the least. Throughout that time, despite heartbreak, depression, moving home, I still persevered and came out on top. But it wasn't until halfway through the decade in 2015 that I found my second new beginning and a new chapter of my life. I met the most amazing guy who has believed in me and supported me to pursue my career like no other. Garrett is his name. You'll hear me talk about him a lot, I'm sure. (laughs) Garrett came from a Team Canada skiing background, and so therefore, he totally understands the love, the passion, hard work, time, and money of a career like music, because it's pretty similar to sports. With the support of Garrett, and also winning the BC Country Music Association Artist Development Contest, I recorded my sophomore EP, Come Find Me. Winning that contest had me again traveling to Nashville, recording and moving down to Toronto early 2016 to take Canada's Music Incubator, an amazing artist development program. Spending that time at Coalition Music, learning from an incredible record label and industry professionals was one of the best things. For all of you artist entrepreneurs out there, I highly, highly recommend you do it. The only thing I didn't like was, well, the weather. I moved out there in February, and for all of you living in Ontario, I am sorry. (laughs) Oh, super important part of the decade I should mention, and he happens to be sitting right here. I'm not sure if you can hear him purring away, but (laughs) January 2016, I became a cat mom to Leonard and Carlos. Very significant, I know. But for all you cat or animal lovers out there, 
you know what it's like having pets. <laughs> Anyways, I was back to BC for a couple months, and by the time the fall of 2016 came, Jason, my guitar player, and I were back on the road driving across Canada on another coast-to-coast tour, promoting the release of the Come Find Me EP. This tour was epic all the way to PEI. We have a beautiful country to explore, and I really hope to make it over to Newfoundland next. This followed into the new year of 2017, where I was still radio touring and now promoting the Come Find Me single and the music video across BC, Alberta, and Saskatchewan. And I am about to tell you an epic story about perseverance at its finest and also learning some hard lessons. And by the way, I was way, 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 way too embarrassed to tell a soul about this while it was happening. And here I am two years later telling you. Here I go up northern BC. And at this point, I was driving in Garrett's car, getting close to Prince George with a couple weeks ahead of me of radio visits and interviews when I was speeding through a work zone. And I bet you're thinking, okay, well, you just got a $400 ticket for speeding in a work zone. No big deal. Well, yep, I did. They also pulled my license and impounded my car. So here I am in northern BC with A, no car to drive, and B, no license to drive. So even if I wanted to rent a car, I still had no way to get around. First call was to my dad. Thankfully, he lives in Mackenzie, only two hours north of Prince George, although he wasn't super stoked about it. (laughs) But he picked me up from Prince George and drove me to Fort St. John to carry on my radio tour. My mom's friend picked me up in Fort St. John and drove me to Edmonton. And Alberta Kelly picked me up in Edmonton and drove me to Regina, Saskatchewan, and then back to Calgary, where I then took a bus home to the Goonies. Holy Hannah, (laughs) was I ever thankful to those three. The real gold winner I'm thankful for in this situation, though, was again Garrett, who drove me around for three months after I got home. What a doozy. So there you have it, y'all. I lost my license once. But guess what? I learned my lesson because I haven't gotten a ticket since. Whoop, whoop. The spring of 2017 turned out for the better with another riding trip to Nashville which was what I called my Keith Urban trip. And if you didn't listen to episode two, singing with Keith Urban and traveling to Nashville, check it out and also check out the video of Keith and I on YouTube. By the time 2018 was coming, I was getting ready to release my third single, Mad About It, off my Come Find Me EP and tour again across Canada and my big move to Nashville. Jason and I hopped in my Ford Escape, sponsored again by Aim Ford and Trail, I think we only ran out of gas once on this tour. Totally my fault, as always. Okay, well, not totally my fault, but quick short story here. You know when your gas tank hits zero, you have 50 kilometers until it's actually empty. So I tracked the kilometers until the next gas station. And because we were in the middle of Ontario, nowhere, when you're traveling in an unknown area, you don't really know what's coming up next. And the gas station was literally in my view when the vehicle sputtered to the side of the road. And off I go walking down the highway. (laughs) We got to visit some different parts of the country, including Niagara Falls. So incredible. We went from there down through Buffalo, New York, Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati, Ohio. 
I love exploring and traveling, and which is probably why this career is so set out for me. We arrived in Nashville and again, head over to episode two to hear all about living there. Throughout my time touring and being in Nashville at such a happy time in my life, I also found loss. I was in Nashville when I got the call that my grandma had breast cancer. She still had time, so I planned to be home to see her before anything drastic happened. Garrett would go see her in the hospital, and he'd put her on FaceTime for me, and I would talk and sing songs to her. She got progressively worse, and it was really hard. Only a few weeks prior to that, one of my good friends lost her husband, so not being there for those moments was really hard, even though my family encouraged me to stay in Nashville. I was on FaceTime with my grandma and the family when she took her last breath, and it was really crazy. So, as I reached 2019 and was ready to come back to BC, my band mom, Tawny, (laughs) came and rescued me in Nashville. She flew to Nashville for one night. She flew in, and we left the next day to tour across the U.S. and back to BC. We outran a tornado. We came inches to getting in a head-on collision and experienced the traffic after one of our L.A. shows. Jesus. But on a good note, the Joshua Tree National Park is beautiful, and I really love California. In 2019, I also turned 30. (laughs) My birthday is actually next week, you guys, January 14th. Don't forget. But it's weird because turning 30 has this interesting sense of making me feel like I was really growing up. The last year of this decade found me growing friendships and time with family and just appreciating and realizing how important that all really is. It found me finally being able to fit in the second thing I love most in my life, horseback riding. I also worked on myself a ton. I started a grateful journal because when you think about it, how grateful are you that you have the gift of another day because someone else died last night wishing they had the breath you have today. I also started writing down three goals or things that my future self was grateful for. And I've been working on being a better overall human. I've been focusing on self-acceptance and loving myself, always still fueling my body with exercise and healthy food, while having balance in my life and allowing myself to be okay with taking days off or eating a friggin' cupcake. Amen. (laughs) Also, working on parts of myself, I need to just, well, be a better person. I've been discovering who I am as a person, who I truly want to be, and it's rounded me into knowing even more of who I am as an artist. I wrote a whole new album in Nashville. I wrote myself and co-wrote every song. That was a huge goal for me, and I have to thank Jeff Johnson, my producer, because he truly believed in me and my songs. I recorded the album this last summer with Jeff and my guitar player and writing partner, Jason Thomas, and here I am in 2020 about to release this new music to you guys and I cannot wait because if you haven't seen yet on my socials I announced I am releasing my first single wait on me January 24th that's in like a couple weeks oh my god I have been waiting no pun intended (laughs) so long for this you guys I'm just so excited to continue working on all of these goals and on a deeper level You can't change what's on the outside if you don't change what's on the inside first. And if you're scared, that's okay because you have to feel that fear of change and still do it. Still make the changes. 
by the end of my next decade, I will have hoped to successfully released new music, new tours, traveled the world, and be married to Garrett with one or two kids in our dream home. I will completely love who I am and what I look like without comparing myself to what others think I should look like or what the labels and the magazines show you. I will not compare myself to everyone else and their goals because we are all on our own path. So it's a new decade, y'all, and I encourage you to hit that reset button and renew your mind, your soul, renew your heart for this decade because it can only get better. Thank y'all so much for listening and please head over to Instagram at Lisa Nicole Music or Facebook. Drop me a message. I'd love to hear from you guys and also share and review the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'll see you next week. Bye.